Welcome to the Happy Sober Podcast. Helping people get back in control of their life, happiness, peace, and purpose, and all without a drop of alcohol. For more information and to book your place on our next free quit drinking webinar, visit www.stopdrinkingexpert.com. And now, here's your host, Craig Beck. Who wants to be the next to discover how to stop drinking without willpower? Visit stopdrinkingexpert.com and grab your free place on today's coaching session. Hi there. My name is Craig Beck from StopDrinkingExpert.com. Uh, welcome into today's episode, and we're talking about daily drinking. Drinking every day. Is it part of your routine? Do you do it? Do you do what I used to do? Get home from work, bottle of wine open. Maybe you cook dinner for the kids or your partner with a glass of wine in hand. And that has become normal to the point where if you don't have wine while you're cooking or when you get home from work, it makes you feel uncomfortable, makes you feel like something's missing. And the reason alcohol is such a dangerous drug is the slow way in which it entraps us into its its vice-like grip. Because, you know, if you think back, you know, go back 10, 20 years, maybe occasionally you would have had a glass of wine. And then slowly you started having one every now and again. And then slowly, 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 like water torture, it became ingrained in your daily routine. And so if you're worried about your drinking, you may be asking the question, is it normal to drink every day now? Am I doing anything wrong? Is what I'm I'm doing with alcohol, is that a problem? Or is it just standard practice these days? And you ask those questions when you're aware that alcohol is causing damage to your life, but you're not quite ready to give it up. You know, I did this back when I first started to really worry about my alcohol use. I started to do little surveys of my friends and families and colleagues, and I'd say to them, how much do you drink? Do Do you drink every day? And the problem with doing this kind of mini survey is confirmation bias. You tend to get the answer you're looking for. If you go into that survey with the mindset, I want to prove that what I'm doing is okay, you're probably going to get that answer. Because what we tend to do is anyone who says, oh, I I rarely drink, we never drink in the house, you discard that. You say, well, they're weirdos. They're a bit unusual. I've always thought they're odd. And anyone who says they're doing the same as you or more, you stamp them as normal. And so you come, you, you know, you come to the conclusion because of confirmation bias that what you're doing is okay. So, you know, I did wonder for many years if I had a problem because we tell ourselves that you have to fit certain criteria in order to really have a problem with alcohol. You know, I used to say to myself, well, you know, I never want to drink first thing in the morning. So therefore, I can't be an alcoholic. I'm never missing work because I've drank too much the night before. I never have blackouts. I'm not letting my family down. I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that. So therefore, I can't have a problem with alcohol. And I mean, we tell ourselves all sorts of stories. We say things to ourselves, well, hey, you know, there are worse drugs out there to do. At least I'm not doing heroin. Or even, at least I'm not smoking, because that's really bad for you. This is my only vice, so therefore it's okay. And you can tell yourself these stories And they'll work for a little bit. They will give you plausible deniability. You'll be able to lie to yourself and believe it. Beautiful. The problem is it doesn't last because alcohol 
is a spiral going downwards. And the more you use it, the more you're going to want to use it. And the more you use it, the more it's going to damage your life. And I'm not just talking about health. You will see your health deteriorate, but you will also see your finances deteriorate. And not just because you're spending a load of money on this very expensive drug, but also it renders you less potent. It means that, you know, when you go to work, you're operating with like 70% of your true capacity because you're always feeling slightly on edge, slightly tired, slightly jaded because the night before you drank poison. And people think I'm being melodramatic when I call it poison, but I'm not. You know, it is a registered poison. And drinking wine, doesn't matter how fancy the bottle, doesn't matter how much you paid for the bottle, it's still diluted poison. And when you break it down like that and you ask yourself, is it normal to drink diluted poison every day? There is only one answer. Of course it's not. And it doesn't matter that all your friends do it. Even if you go out today and you ask 10 of your friends, do you drink alcohol every day? And they all say yes, and there's nothing wrong with it. That has no bearing on what alcohol is going to do to your life. You know, I, I always say that drinking alcohol is like playing Russian roulette. You know Russian roulette, the fabled story where you put one bullet in a gun, it's got six chambers and you put it to your head and you pull the trigger and you've got a one in six chance it's going to blow your brains out. Well, it doesn't matter if you play Russian roulette on your own or if a gang of 10 of you play it. The odds remain the same. They don't change. There is no uh, safety in numbers with Russian roulette. The odds can't change. It's fixed. And the same is true of alcohol. There is no safety in numbers, whether you drink on your own at home every night or whether you're in the pub every night drinking with a hundred other people. The odds of something terrible happening to you and your life being dramatically shortened remain exactly the same. So, you know, a lot of people avoid thinking about whether they, their drinking has strayed into problem territory. Uh, and they want a clear-cut answer as to whether they do have a problem or not. And some people come to me and they say, well, I'm drinking this much. Do I have a problem? Or I don't drink during the week. I only drink at the weekend, but I binge drink on a Saturday and Sunday. Do I have a problem? Or they say things like, you know, I can go three months if I want to without drinking, but then I start again. Do I have a problem? And I guess a lot of them want me to say, well, from what you've said, sounds like you can carry on. <laughs> carry on drinking attractively packaged poison because you have got it sussed. And I've never, ever had anyone where I, I felt that was the logical answer to them. The only occasion that I got close to thinking that was at San Francisco Quit Drinking Boot Camp. And there was a guy came along. I think his name was Ralph. And he was 75, 77 years old. And at the start of boot camp, we go around the room and I ask people to say, you know, what's brought you here today? Tell me about your drinking. Tell me about what it's done to you. What's made you travel hundreds or thousands of miles to spend the day with this strange British guy talking about alcohol? And we got to Ralph and I said, Ralph, tell me about your drinking. He said, well, I'll tell you. He said, uh, 
every day for the last 40 years, I've had one miniature of vodka. Five milliliters in a miniature. I said, right, okay. I said, are you sure you're in the right room? He said, yeah, I'll de definitely. He said, I've traveled 2,000 miles to be here today. And that was the only time when I thought, you know what, I think you're probably okay. Because he's been for 40 years, every night, one miniature of vodka and that's it. And I said to him, Ralph, I said, why are you here? And his answer is the definition of whether you have a problem with alcohol or not. He looked me in the eye and he said, because it makes me miserable. He said, I hate it. I hate it. Every morning I wake up and I hate myself for being so weak that I couldn't not do that. He said, it's not an option for me anymore. I have to have that vodka. And he said, and I hate myself for it. It's the only part of my life that I'm out of control and it makes me miserable. And that is the answer. It's not about how much you drink or how often you drink or what you drink. You know, if you're telling yourself that you can't be an alcoholic because you don't like spirits, you only drink wine, it's a lie. If you're saying, I only drink beer, can't stand wine or spirits, it's a lie. The definition of whether you have a problem with alcohol and whether you should do something or not is if it's making your life worse. Is alcohol making you miserable? And if you can answer that question with yes, then I don't care how much you're drinking, you should do something about it. Remember, this is really important because we're talking about daily drinking here. We're talking about wine o'clock and it's becoming more and more common because the world has changed. There is so much more pressure on us as human beings, as adults, as parents. These days, you know, it, it's not acceptable to just be a parent. You've also got to be the best parent. You've also got to be your kid's friend. You've got to be the coolest mom or dad on planet Earth. You've got to live up to the social media stereotype of super mom or super dad. You've got to hold down a job and bring in an income. You've got to excel at work and progress up the career ladder. There's so much pressure on us these days. And the supermarkets are just, you know, preying on this pressure. You go into a supermarket and you see rows and rows and rows of shelves full of discounted special offer alcohol, don't you? You know, often they're selling alcohol at a loss. It's a loss leader for them because they know it's gonna bring you into the store and you're not just gonna buy a bottle of vodka, you're gonna buy a few things to make it look better, aren't you? You're gonna buy some bread and some cereals and you're not just gonna fill your basket with vodka because then it looks like you've got a problem. And us problem drinkers will do anything to you know, deflect people away from the truth. So we're drinking at home. We're getting the kids to bed and we're saying, right, wine o'clock, time to chill out. This is mom's time, this is dad's time. And we're pouring the wine. And we're sitting watching TV, drinking alcohol. And this is a problem because it's hard to monitor. You know, the chances are our alcohol problem as a society is vast, but it's like an iceberg. We can only see the top 10%. Back in the day, you knew who in town had a problem with alcohol because you saw them getting thrown out of the bars every night. Drunk, stumbling home. It's changed. We're drinking our alcohol, not in bars and pubs, but we're going to the supermarket and taking it home. And we're drinking behind closed doors. There's nobody there saying, I think you've had enough. Or we're not serving you anymore. You've had too much to drink. 
You don't have to worry about driving home and getting a DUI. And it's all going on behind closed doors and it's creating a situation where vast numbers of the population are drinking to alcoholic, to problem drinking levels, but behind the smokescreen of the front door. And it's becoming normal. Check Facebook. There are wine o'clock memes all over the place. There are wine gifts and novelty items. There are alcohol this and alcohol that. It's just being woven into the fabric of life. And the chances are, if you do a survey of your friends, you will come back with the answer that everyone does it. And to assume that therefore, because everyone does it, it's safe, is a bit like saying two plus two equals 57. There is no correlation between the two things. There is no safety in numbers. If you're drinking every day and you're watching this video, the chances are it's making you miserable and it's time to act. Because trust me on this, problems with alcohol never, never get better on their own. It is the nature of the drug that you will slip further and further into the loop. And so I encourage you, if you're worried about your drinking, to make today the day you do something. Just take my free coaching session. Go to the website, stopdrinkingexpert.com. I'll even give you a copy of my best-selling book, Alcohol Lied to Me, as a free gift for turning up. That's it. But at least keep watching the videos, like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, read the good books, get the truth into your head. And don't rely on that confirmation bias that says that what you're doing is okay. I hope that helps. Any questions, please drop me an email. Always happy to help. Thank you for being with me today. See you in the next episode. Imagine no more hangovers, no more mornings of guilt and regret, and no willpower required to get there. Really consider this because it's different. It's, it's different to anything you can find out there, and it's, it gives you real mental freedom from the clutches of alcohol. Get my best-selling ebook free today at stopdrinkingexpert.com. Without a doubt, if you can make it happen, if you can find a way, if it's something that you feel the heartstrings pulling that you need to make a change in your life, then you need to pull out all the stops. Pull out all the stops to make it happen and beat it. It's just so worth it. Why did I waste all those years? Being in my middle 60s now, I wasted so many years drinking. Find out why this is the Nets' only five-star rated quit drinking solution. And get your free ebook today at stopdrinkingexpert.com.